I'm Cookie Miller and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. What's up guys? Welcome back to the Worth the Wait podcast. I am your host Cookie Miller. Today I'm going to be giving you guys the three best tips for creating a weight loss friendly environment. So if this is something that you need to do if you're like hey it is a mess over here at my house and I'm trying to lose weight look I got you okay so make sure that you stay tuned Uh, for those of you who are new hello my name is Cookie Miller I am a certified personal trainer and weight loss coach and I also have a YouTube channel where I share different fitness tips and tricks and an Instagram page where I do the same you can find me on both of those platforms at at Cookie Miller and you can find this podcast on Instagram at worth the wait podcast we would love to hear from you so let's go ahead and get into these tips now these are things that during my 100 pound weight loss journey and more so during the time with all of the women that I've worked with at this point hundreds of women over the course of the past seven years or so these are things that I've found to be the most helpful in terms of just being sure that your environment matches your goal okay so So the first tip I'm going to give you guys is the out of sight, out of mind method. And this method is something that I encourage my clients to use. And this is as it relates to your pantry and your fridge, right? So out of sight, out of mind, this means utilizing those lower level shelves or utilizing those deep, deep areas in the back of your pantry for things that you want to reach for less often. Now, the most ideal situation would be to just not have those things at all, right? (laughs) But some people have kids and or you want to have guests over and you have different things and options available that you want for them. But where can we store those things that um, where it won't where it will be out of sight, right? Out of sight and out of mind. Well, we can store them at lower levels and we can store them in the back, back, back of the pantry. Now, I thought about this method because when we go into grocery stores and things like that, think about the things that you constantly see at your eye level, right? The things that you constantly see there and things that you grab. So what I found out is that Brands will actually pay grocery stores to be at your eye level. Isn't that crazy? So brands will pay grocery stores so that their product can be at your eye level. That's how much of a difference it makes for you to go into the store and visually see something at your eye level and then want to grab it. Now, the sad part of this research is that brands also pay for and prefer to have things that are at the eye level of children. So kids who are like in that three to five year old range and they're kind of running around the store and I want this and I want that. The things that they can reach and grab for, what are those things, right? They're like bright box colored fruit snacks and like, you know, cookies and chips and all these like snack types of things that they want the kids to be able to grab easily and have. So I was like, well, let me hack this method and see how I can make this work in the favor of myself and of my clients. And one of the ways that I thought of doing that is to 
you know, instead of using the grocery store, let's use the grocery store that we have at home, which is just our fridge and our pantry. This is our little grocery store that we have at home. Now, how can we use this method? Well, let's go ahead and put the things that we want to eat all the time at our eye level, right? So with me, I be I make sure that I have all of my fruit and fresh fruit and everything always visible on the countertop right there where I can easily grab it. The other thing is when I open my fridge, what do I first see? I can visualize my fridge right now. I'm not even at home, <laughs> but I can visualize it. And all I see is containers when I open my fridge, to be honest. And that's because I'm looking at meal prep, right? I'm looking at food that's prepped already, ready to go, or I'm looking at some salads that I've pre-made, or um, I'm looking at some fresh fruit that I can grab that's not on the counter, like grapes and things like that. That's what I'm looking at when I first open my fridge. When I first open my pantry, some of the things that I'm looking at are like good canned goods, you know, like if I happen to have some canned vegetables, I really prefer fresh vegetables or vegetables that are frozen. But if I'm going to have canned vegetables, then I see those types of things there. Beans, chickpeas, lentils, pasta. In other words, when I open the pantry and I look at eye level, I see real food. When I open the fridge and I look at eye level, I see real food, whole food, not snacks, not something that's processed. That's what I see. So where does where is all the other stuff in the fridge? Well, if we're talking about my fridge and if I'm being super duper duper honest, we really don't see too many quote unquote bad things. My fridge tends to have a lot of whole foods in it. But if there are quote unquote bad things, it's usually like leftover takeout. <laughs> and what I do with that takeout is I put it on the bottom. I put it on the bottom shelf. Um so that it's just not like right at my eye level, depending on what the takeout is, because I also tend to order out very healthily. Um, and so I'm always very health conscious, even when I'm ordering out. But if it's like pizza, I'll put it at the bottom, you know, so it's not just like right there all up in my face. I have some other options before I decide to eat those leftovers, for example. Also, if I happen to have any type of snacky foods, I put those way at the bottom or even sometimes at the top, but usually at the bottom and usually in the back. Now, the freezer is where you would probably, I might get caught up, okay? <laughs> So I'm a sweets girl. I love ice cream. I love cookies and cakes and oh, those types of things. That's my weakness. So nowadays, I only really eat like Halo Top as far as ice cream. Halo Top is a brand of ice cream. It's really, really delicious. It is um, high in protein and lower in fat, lower in total calories. And it's not going to give you the same exact taste as, you know, Bluebell or Haagen-Dazs or something like that. But it gives you just enough. And my favorite flavor, in case you're wondering, is birthday cake. Oh, it's so good. It is so, so good. Um, but Halo Top, I have like all of the little Halo Top pints. And then now Halo Top has come out with these delicious Halo Top Pops. 
They're like little popsicles. They are so delicious. Also, the brand Yasso, Y-A-S-S-O, has these yogurt, Greek yogurt pops, and they have one that's a pistachio flavor. Oh my God, if you love pistachios, it is delicious. I'm going off on a tangent here. But those types of snacks and things are what I tend to keep again. I have this little bottom pull-out drawer in my freezer. That's where I put all that stuff. So I don't even see it. I would have to open the drawer and go in there and dig and look for it in order to get it. Before I see that, I see like my fro. I'm vegetarian, so I see my frozen like you know, vegetarian meat substitutions and things like that. Or I see frozen vegetables or I see a lot of frozen fruit for my smoothies. Those are the types of things I see. Okay. Now we talk about the pantry. Again, most of my snacks really aren't too bad, but I like Quest Chips. Quest, the brand, has some delicious snack options that are going to be protein, heavy in protein and not as heavy in carbs like some other snack options. So like the Quest bars, the Quest chips, they have like little tortilla chips. Oh my gosh, they're so good. The lime, chili lime, whatever flavor, it comes in a green bag. Look, do yourself a favor, girl, because they are bomb, especially with some hummus. Um, but those types of things are all at the bottom of my fridge or, or at the bottom of my pantry. None of those things are just at eye level. So I hope that that gives you guys like an idea of what I mean when I say this out of sight, out of mind method. So it just helps it so that when I am going to get something that maybe is not a whole food, I at least got to do a little bit of work for it. Okay. All right. Tip number two. Okay, I talked about when I open the fridge, the first thing that I see is usually meal prep. Now, back in the beginning of my weight loss journey, when I was trying to lose this 100 pounds, I was very, very serious about the meal prep. So food would be prepped out like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like stacked containers. I no longer prep like that, um, but I'm totally not against it. I think that it works really well, especially in the beginning of a journey. It helps you to understand what's in your food. It helps you to understand portion sizes. So I think it's a great thing. But nowadays I do what I call bulk prep. So in other words, I just try to, on Sundays, make things a little bit easier for myself throughout the week. So I'll do things like chop up all of my ingredients, you know, my onion and bell pepper and celery and all that kind of stuff. I have all of that chopped and ready to go. I will make a huge pot of like rice and lentils or rice and quinoa and that'll just be like a side or you know something for me to have throughout the week that I'll top with different things as I go. Maybe I'll use it in a chipotle bowl that I make or maybe I will use it with you know rice and vegetables or something like that or maybe I'll use it in a stir fry but the point is I will have my rice already ready to go. Um, so the other thing that I'll do is just make sure that I have like my shakes, for example. So I will make shakes like two or three days out in advance. And that way I have all of my shakes all pre-made. So this tip is not necessarily meal prep, but bulk prep. And the difference is that meal prep is very time consuming, tedious, and it's like an exact science, right? Because you're trying to separate, you know, the <laughs> the rice that you've made into let me go ahead and put my one cup serving on each on each container and all that kind of stuff. Well, this is just a little more laxed in that you kind of just 
make all of your main ingredients and then mix them together differently as you go throughout the week. So I started doing this back when I was eating meat. When I was on my weight loss journey, I would do this with chicken. So I would get like boneless, skinless chicken tenders and I would actually season those, put them on a pan and bake those. And then I would just take them all out and I would have that to kind of eat on throughout the week. So that is tip number two. Okay, now third tip and this tip is something that you may not be expecting, but it's something that impacts us so very much. And that is a digital detox. Okay, I'm actually doing one right now. (laughs) So that's the crazy part. I am literally, if you guys, if this were a visual podcast, you would see that I'm literally at a cabin in the woods, but like for real, I'm literally at a cabin in the woods. It's amazing. I have no internet access. My podcast editor is probably like, when are you going to send me the podcast? So it's ready to go out, but I can't send it to him because I don't have internet. (laughs) So anyway, a digital detox and Really what I mean by this tip is actually not what I'm currently doing. It's really, I really need to come up with a different name for this because it's more of like a digital, like, I mean, I guess detox can be used, but like cleansing, right? Of just going through your, through your timeline and finding those things that do not make you feel good about yourself, right? So following people who are toxic, and who are, you know, not helpful or pages that are just constantly bashing people or even people who are, for me, as soon as somebody starts posing with a T, I, I got to unfollow them because I'm so triggered. I want to like immediately attack them, right? Because I'm just like, you know, you know, full well, there are some people who came up with me in the Instagram era like that, that 2014 kind of era was like, All of us who are in the weight loss space around that time, we pretty much know each other. Like we know of each other. There's an acknowledgement there. So when I saw people who were struggling with me through like 2012, 2013, 2014, losing weight, and then I see them like now posing with a T, I'm so triggered and so tempted to call them out. You know what I'm saying? So that's my personal thing. But for you, it may be, you know, like somebody that you see that, is supposed to be like a motivational fitness type of thing, but it triggers you. It makes you feel bad. Y'all unfollow. Um, Hey, that includes family too. unfollow. It's going to be okay. If you feel like you can't unfollow someone, you can mute. You can use the mute option on Instagram. You can use that on Twitter. You can even use that on Facebook. It'll allow you to mute people, mute their stories, mute their posts for 30 days. And then the next time you see it in your timeline, maybe just mute it again, right? If this is like someone that you feel you have to follow, maybe it's like a colleague or maybe it is a family member and you feel like you can't unfollow. What can you do to just stop that from being on your timeline for a little while? You would be amazed at how much what we see online impacts how we feel about ourselves. That is why I'm in this cabin. (laughs) You know, this is a whole, this would be a whole other podcast, but just to give you, you guys an idea, one thing that I kept kind of noticing and realizing about being here is like, there are no mirrors. 
they there's this one little mirror in here that's like a handheld mirror that I use just to like when I'm washing my face and stuff make sure I've got all the soap off my face but I haven't really looked at myself I've taken some pictures out here so you know I've had to see that I wanted to make sure I had pictures and content for when I get back um, so I did set aside some time to do that but the point is we're not supposed to be in constant um like constant oh there's a word that I'm looking for where we're just constantly analyzing ourselves like being in this constant critique mode not even just analyzing ourselves we're constantly analyzing others we're looking at pictures of other people and then we're coming up with with thoughts about those people and you know whatever we're doing the same things when we're constantly walking past mirrors I until I got here I didn't realize I knew I had a lot of mirrors in my house I like mirrors and not because I like to see myself so much, but I like light and I have really, really big, beautiful windows. And that's why I have a lot of mirrors because I like to face the mirrors towards the windows and get that reflection of the light. But also what I didn't realize is that I do like constantly walk past my reflection. And sometimes it's like you start critiquing everything, like even now, even now. So you don't have to be overweight to do this. Um, but I don't want to go too much off on a tangent. Those are the three tips. All right. So let's just go over them. I want to make sure that you guys understand what the tips are. OK, the first one out of sight, out of mind method. So making sure that you're putting those things that you want to grab less of. Maybe you can't completely stop buying it. There may be a reason. There may be other people in your household. But where can you put those things so you're not bombarded with seeing them as soon as you open the fridge and you're trying to make a healthy decision? Okay. Second thing is preparation and not in terms of meal prep necessarily, but bulk prep where you're just making your main dishes, your main ingredients that you're going to use and you mix them up differently during the week. And then that third and final tip that we just went over, which is the digital cleanse or digital detox where you are paying attention, you're curating your own timeline. That means you're unfollowing stuff that does not serve you, that does not bring you peace, that does not bring you clarity, that does not serve you in any way way and we're following more things that do serve you and you're not worried about the things that don't so I hope that this has been helpful for you guys um, and as helpful as it has been for me and for some of my clients and that's all I got for y'all this week. So I hope that you guys will follow us at Worth the Weight Podcast on Instagram. Please, 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 before you go, leave us a rating, especially if this has helped you. Take a screenshot. Tell me about what resonated with you the most. Do you like this? What topics do you want to hear about? You can do all of this and tag me at Cookie Miller. Tag the podcast at Worth the Weight Podcast. I will be reposting these um, and just showing you guys that I appreciate your support so much. And hopefully we're going to be having some guests on soon. Not hopefully, we will have some guests on soon. So definitely hit me up, send me a DM. Let me know who you would like to hear on the podcast. And I will see you guys next week. Oh, shit. Dang, I did it. Now, listen, last week's episode, I didn't do it. But this week I did it. I said I was going to give myself 10 episodes. So I got like a few more to get it right. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.